Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we are going to talk about how to crush it when you speak. So I think this episode is going out. Um, this is on Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Hope you enjoy, or actually wherever you are in the world. If you're in America, happy Thanksgiving. If you're somewhere else, doesn't really uh, apply to you, but happy Thanksgiving if you're American. And yeah, let, let's talk about this a little bit. So first and foremost, I think when you are going to present, if it's like a high stakes meeting or if you're presenting to a group of people, you have to have a certain voice to yourself. You have to have a certain presence to yourself. And, you know, I think we all suck in the very beginning. So I think these are a couple of tidbits that Neil and I can provide to make it much more effective when you're out there speaking. So Neil, do you want to go first? Yeah, well, first off, when you're speaking, the reason you want to speak is to get more business. Sure, it's good for branding, but in essence, you are looking for business. And speaking generally is better for B2B than I've seen for B2C, unless you're speaking at a big B2C conference like a SEMA or something like that. You're showcasing your car and you want a lot of sales. But in general, when you're speaking, what I found is the biggest tip that I have, and I know a lot of you guys would be like, all right, I want these tips on how to crush it, but it's also about getting leads, right? And what I found is, you bring someone with you from your team when you speak, ideally, or if you don't, that's fine too. You tell everyone when you're going through your slides, like, hey, no need for you to take notes, especially once you've gone through a bit of your presentation. You don't want to do it at the beginning, but I found that when you do it during like the first 20%-ish and you tell everyone like, hey, if you want notes, please email, or you could just email nick at neilpatel.com. That way you don't have to take notes. We'll send them to you, including the slides. We collect a ton of leads like that, and that's what I do almost at every single speech. Yeah, and the other thing too, if you want a bonus, sometimes you might be speaking to a more intimate crowd. Let's say it's like 50 people, but they're all executives. What you can do and say, hey guys, look, we're all friends. And This actually happened a couple of weeks ago when I was in Europe, and I actually did this at the same thing. I brought this up the year before. I was like, hey guys, we're all friends. We should be connected to each other, right? So basically what you do is you take out your phone, and you might have to Google this a little bit because we're on a short episode here, but you open up your LinkedIn, whether you're using Android or iOS, and then there is the ability to find near nearby, meaning you can locate friends nearby, right? Or LinkedIn contacts, and you can add everyone at the same time. I've done this in groups of where it was like intimate groups of maybe 50 people. And I've done this in rooms of 500 or 1500 people. And you end up adding a lot of people, especially if you're the person that's speaking, you actually end up getting the most contacts added because you're basically the initial one that everyone sees, right? And then there's kind of a drop off afterwards. So that's a really good way, especially if you look at Neil or myself, we're always putting
putting content out to LinkedIn. So it's great to have more LinkedIn contacts. The more we get, the better because they constantly see us over and over. And actually a guy that I met at uh, TED about two years ago, Sony, he was actually at uh, our growth accelerator event a couple of days ago, or as of this recording, it's been a while back, but it's because he kept seeing my videos over and over and over that we kept in touch and became good friends. The other thing too is you got to know your audience. It's just like when I speak at a conference and sometimes I'm speaking at conferences that are tailored towards enterprise companies, I don't give the same speech that I would if I was speaking at an SMB conference. You need to tailor your message to the audience because if you're trying to get customers, you're trying to get sales, and you're speaking to something that doesn't relate to them, it's not going to work. And on that point as well, when you're giving a talk, even if it does relate to them, if you're not interacting with them and having a conversation, you're also going to find that you're not going to generate too many leads or sales from it. And here's what I mean. When someone's having a conversation, they want to be talking with, right? They want to have that conversation where they go back and forth. So when I speak, I'll ask the audience questions, I'll throw in some jokes, get them laughing. I'll pick on some people, but not in a mean way, but I'll pick on them more so to get them to participate. And by doing all of that, I'm creating a conversation with the audience with helps with conversions as well. Yep. And I was recently reading, there's a Twitter thread from a guy that throws a, a bunch of events, right? And I'm actually pulling it up right now. I had to pull it up a second ago, but uh, Evernote just took it away. So there's a couple of things I think are, are really good, right? I think the one thing that I noticed, and I actually started doing less of this, instead of putting like, you know, uh, 55 tactics, or basically it's a, like a listicle talk, right? The thing I've learned with that is... After you start to talk about a couple of them, people start to kind of wait for the end, right? And I, I also noticed these are kind of a couple of technical things. I don't like giving a really long bio at the beginning, so I, I don't like talking about myself. It's more about you have to realize, to Neil's point, you have to realize who your audience is. What I do is I go to the event organizer and say, hey, look, tell me who's in the audience and tell me what a home run would be. And then I tailor my talk a little bit. And sometimes tailoring your talk, and, and Neil, I don't know if you feel this way too, but sometimes it's just tailoring 10 or 20% of it. You're just modifying 10 to 20% and it makes it unique. How much do you modify? It depends on the event, but sometimes as low as zero and sometimes as high as like 30, 40%, 50 max. Yep. It's very rare that I redo everything. Yeah. And you know what I don't like too? I what I used I used to do this a while back. I'm like, if I'm literally before lunch, what you don't want to say is, Oh, look, you know, I'm the talk that stands between you and lunch or you and beer, or I just did these slides on the plane, right? It, it gives people distaste in their mouth, right? So I mean, these are kind of tips coming from an event manager, but I've actually noticed, you know, being in an audience that I actually feel the same way. The other thing I would add too is, you know, beyond the LinkedIn tactic, beyond, you know, Neil talking about collecting emails, what you can do, and I don't see this happening as much anymore, but I think it's actually going to make a comeback is asking people to text you, right? So there's actually, um, there's an app out there, I believe called Community. You can also just use Twilio, but ask people to text you, right? Hey, if you want the slides, just text me. And then you can use, whether you want to use SMS or whether you want to use like a many chat or to use Facebook Messenger, basically you can keep in touch with people just by messaging people. Anything else, Neil? Yeah, if you want any more tips on growing your business through speaking or even just general growing, make sure you check out marketingschool.io slash live. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Marketing School. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit marketingschool.io for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you find true marketing success. That's marketingschool.io. Until next time, class dismissed.